In the lead-up to Christmas, it's all about the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Broin. You'll be able to get up with your normal breakfast show when it returns January 2017. Let's get ready to catch up, all thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. Now, Prezi lets you buy gift cards from major retailers. You can send them instantly or send them whenever you choose. Just buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au and you could win a $250 gift card. LTPM 1601117. It's the radio show devoted to moments like this. I've had four hours sleep, so anything could happen. Be ready with that dump button, Ben Wosley. Hosted by the woman who isn't afraid to admit to this. So I dressed up in a very amazing, like, rah-rah skirt my mum made from a parachute tracksuit she used to wear to tennis training. And I had on a white T-shirt and over the top I had a cardigan on. It was the Jenny Keys Coochie cardigan with giant woolen sheep on the back because nothing says do me, John Farnham, like giant woolen sheep. And the guy who isn't afraid to admit this. Self-taught. So (laughs) nothing's really that structural. I don't build in cyclone areas. That's that's important. (laughs) Please welcome another summer brekkie edition of The Amaciano Radio Show with Harley Good morning, Australia. Hear that voice. <laughs> you have been using that. I have been shouting at audiences across the land. Yes. Indeed. I did four shows. Thank you to Brisbane. Thank you to Sydney. Thank you to Adelaide. Where else did I go? I don't know. But I only did three it. shows? Three I did shows. three shows. Yeah. Yeah. We had a ball. We had a great time. Uh, do you know why I'm standing up? Nope. I'm standing up doing the show because my shorts are too short to sit down. They give me a front wedgie. Yeah. Found that out the hard way 10 seconds ago. I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing the show standing up today. Yay for you. But Harley Breen. Yes. Today is the day. You're pretty excited. Today is John Farnham Day, yeah. Australia. Oh, yeah, my I, goodness. <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. I was You just, were literally vibrating at the moment. I was laying awake just thinking about all the things I want to talk to him about. Apparently, he's bringing some woman called Olivia Newton-John to the interview. <laughs> but at 12 o'clock today, I want you all to be thinking of me because I will be speaking with John Farnham. We'll be playing it tomorrow. I tried to make them dedicate the whole two hours to the show, to, to the interview, but they said no. But I do get to pick the first song. Of, <laughs> of the show every day. We're about to break this station. Yeah, yeah. and I'd have, I had a little bit of a tiff with Ben Wosley because he's like, and we can't do this. There's a whole music department that's been weeks planning. I'm like, no, we're playing it. So Australia, I want you to understand that it is Monday and we all need a bit of a pump up. So to get the show off and rolling, I'm going to play your bloody national anthem. It is Sean Farnham. You're the voice. I've gone rogue. Unapproved, unapproved. See you soon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> staring. You are right, mate? <laughs> John Farnham is my all-time hero. I get to interview him at midday today. I completely went rogue then. I had to fight yeah. Ben away from the – we never – how often do you hear a bagpipe solo on commercial radio? Well, never. not this particular one. <laughs> There's another one of the same company. Triple M don't play John Farnham. No, but they'd play a few bagpipes. This, yeah. this is like ACDC. Oh, of course, mate. The most famous bagpipes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Now, look, we had Jess calling. Jess, how did you feel about me taking over and playing a John Farnham classic? Um, I was just stoked because it's my last week of work and you just set off my week on a high. Oh, brilliant. I just can't wait. I'm so excited to go into today at work and just float in. Good. And don't forget to listen tomorrow because we'll be playing, no, Wednesday we'll be playing the John Farnham interview because we've got to play Coldplay don't tomorrow. Don't worry. He okay. was my childhood love too, so don't worry. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> All right, thanks. Well, that see, it was worth it. I'm so, yeah. so, I'm so yeah. excited. We made Jess happy. Yeah, and um, we've got an interview that, with Ben Mendelsohn that Harley did about some Star Wars movie coming yeah. out soon. So yeah. that'll be I was 
was very excited to chat with Ben Mendelssohn. I'm a big fan. Are you? Yeah. You're him a bit similar. He's pretty cool. Bit cool for school. He's like pretty him. rock and roll. He would hate me. I, my energy will make Ben Mendelssohn so he nervous. He would be confused by you. <laughs> he wouldn't hate you. He'd just be confused. He'd just need a nap after we Coldplay spoke. were confused by me. <laughs> playing a little bit of it later Can't on. Wait. Wow. Uh, but we've got another song to go to. It is the M. It's your favourite. It's your favourite. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not. It Haven't is. we had it? Ca- oh. <laughs> you know what would fix that? Never playing it ever again. Yeah, bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some bagpipes in there. I would, if one of those girls busted out some pipes and killed yeah, it, yeah. I would re-respect little. Yeah. I mean, I would love that song. Yeah, I'd be like, "Yep, girls." Yeah, everyone would get me. on board with that. Or you know what? I'm also partial to sexy sax solo. Ooh, that never happened. Sexy sax and a little bit of a key change. Yeah. All those three things combined: bagpipes, sax, key change. I'm back, little mix. Suddenly, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> it is the M Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Breen. Welcome to your Monday morning, Australia. Hopefully, this is helping you a little bit listening to us. We did open the show with your other voice. Sorry, you're welcome. Uh, there's a ridiculous and thirteen ten sixty. Often in radio, we have to think of something to talk about and then have a clever way to make you phone in. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out a thing. No. So I guess 131060, are you scared of something in your house? Yeah. Is kind of what we're going for. Does something in your house, an area of a room, an animal, is there a place that you avoid in your where you live because there's something there that terrifies you? And don't say the bedroom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. In my mailbox, there is a large spider who we call Arthur the Mailbox Spider. And he's lived there for a year now. And he is this roughly the size of a five-year-old child. Yes. He's a really <laughs> big, he's a ghost huntsman. He's big. Because I live out in the bush. And we have huntsmen like crawl across our faces on regular mm. back. But this one is big, right? Yeah. And so as a result, even my husband, none of us can get the mail. What? Nah, we, if you stick your hand in there, Arthur goes at you. He jumps at your hand. I've had Arthur on my hand twice and I've given up. I am scared of my mailbox. I drive past it and I sit at the front of it because it's at the top of our driveway, which is long. And I'll look at my 10-year-old and I'll go, already get the mail. Like, no, you get the mail. No, you get the mail. I'm not getting the mail. Chella, get the mail. My 15-year-old. I'm not getting the mail. So we wait for Scott to get home and I go, go get the mail. It's like, I'm not getting the mail. Everyone's scared of the spider. I'm no scared wonder. of my letterbox as well, but for different reasons. <laughs> people that are chasing me. <laughs> Why, just for bills? Yeah. But you, like, no one's called because they don't get what I mean. I feel like I need to come out to your house and just solve this problem. Oh, you're yeah. such a man. Well, so it's just manly. get it out of there and then get the mail. No, I'm, I don't want to kill it because I'm a... I'm, I'm not going to kill it. I'm a catch and release girl. Yeah, I'm a catch and release. Re- relocate. I mean, yeah. if it's a cockroach, you're losing your head. I mean, yeah. that, I don't have any sympathy for them. But if it's a spider, I yeah. feel like, well, you know, he's no, made a nice little home. He's... You just get a jar. He'll crawl into the jar. <sighs> Then put it up a tree. What if he crawls on your hand? Or launches at your face. Yeah, he yeah. will. Arthur's really vindictive. He's had a bad marriage breakup, that guy, and this is his place where he's living. Well, and he's missing his wife and he's he's lashing out. He's drinking. He's so lucky good. she didn't try and eat him. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, someone's called. Someone's called. Are oh, they gone? Oh, they got nervous. I know. See, I couldn't think of like, you know, oh, last night I fell down the stairs. 13, 10, 60. Did you fall down the stairs? Like that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> My mum fell over yesterday. <gasps> What? Yes. Is she okay? She fell right on her face. Oh my God, I'm sitting down. Let's <laughs> Skadoosh. How? She was uh, out with one of my nephews. Yes. Um, who is uh, five, I think. Yeah, I'm good. Yes. I'm a great uncle. Yes. And um, he scooted in front of her and she tripped over it. And she didn't make her legs work <gasps> fast enough and went smash. Hospital? Yeah. <gasps> She's all Stitches? Right, I don't know. I haven't heard from her since last night. Why didn't you ring and check? Why had to get up and do this? 
No, you go check on your mum. No, she's all right. I would be got full phone boy I now. laughed at her. No. Yeah, she'd laugh at me. It oh. was right. <laughs> really? I got on the phone. I went, you trying some slapstick with your mum? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're amazing. Look at all these calls. Put someone across, producers. <clears throat> well, I want to talk to we them. We can go to break and take some calls. Yeah, let's, let's plan things. Nah. Nah. Oh, I love being rogue. Here we go. Hi, yeah. Jace. <laughs> G'day, Jason. What are you scared of? Hey, Jace. I got my mother-in-law living with us, and she's in the bedroom twenty-four-seven, visit, doing, doing me, guard, fixing me, uh, putting me clothes away, and things like that. That was, so that was the loosest vocal ever. <laughs> that's what you get when you demand them too quickly. I got me mother-in-law putting me clothes away 24-7 in my room. Yes, Jason. Yes. I wonder if Sean Mendelson is. Sean. Ben. No, Sean. Mendes. Mendes. Oh, right. I've just combined his name. Sean Mendes, the person who sang that song, is old enough to love anyone better than you can. Yeah. He sounds very young. Yeah, he does sound Don't you think? Yeah. He's like Kino. Balls. It's like young, the, the youth are big on talking about love. What do you know? It's Yeah, it's like, well, I think it's because it's a new emotion. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, I know everything about it. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, I didn't know anything Maybe about it. Maybe Little Mix and Ben. Yeah. They, oh, Sean. Sean. <laughs> so next week, Rogue One is coming out. Everyone's yes. very excited. It's yep. our kind of filler until the it's next Star next Wars. It's not next week. It's this week. Yeah, it's Thursday. I, I'm missing it yeah. because I'm coming to your show. Do you know how many people have said that to me? My <laughs> guitarist is hiring his own theatre to see it, but he would almost not go to my show to see it. But yeah. Harley, you did an interview with one of the stars. Yeah, yeah, the the uh, the, the the bad guy of the film, Ben Mendelsohn. But I, I'm I'm a big fan of his from his other work. There's mm. a great film he did called Idiot Box, and none of your listeners would have seen it. And uh, oh, you're so alternative. <laughs> you're no, so it's not old. It was great. It was a good look. It up. Have a look at Idiot Box. Very very quotable <laughs> film. And um, Animal Kingdom, of course. Oh. I was a bit in awe. Uh, because I think he's, I think he's very cool, and I feel like this is probably going to be the most laid back, chilled interview of all time. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just two blokes <laughs> having a yarn. Here's Harley Breen with Rogue One's Ben Mendelsohn. All right, uh, right now on the M Ruciano show with Harley Breen, I'm not quite sure where M has gone. I think she's off to do some hurdles. But I am joined on the phone by Ben Mendelsohn. G'day, Ben. G'day, mate. How you going, buddy? I'm pretty good. See? I'm pretty good. How's yourself, Harley? I am. Um, I'm very good. I just rode my bike in this morning because I'm all about being fit. Uh, it's not only M that can do exercise. <laughs> no, and a good thing too. A good thing too. You've just joined one of uh, the the biggest film franchises in the world with uh, Rogue One, a part of the Star Wars uh, universe, and uh, and you're a bad dude. Yes. Your director, Orson Krennic. Did I get that right? You did. Like a lot of things pop culture, Ben, I don't know anything about them. And, and Star Wars is one of those films that I just assumed I'd watched. And then I uh, I watched the original three and I'm like, oh, no, no, I never saw this. Um, oh, fair income. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I grew up in a bit of a cult in Queensland, um, so we didn't have television. So I didn't get to see Star Wars. Now, this film obviously is in a completely different world. Uh, all together. Um, or galaxy. Or galaxy. Uh, it's a long time ago, and the galaxy <laughs> is quite far, far away. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't drive it in one day. 
Like, it would be a stopover. It take you in one day. Take you a long, <laughs> long time. Was this uh, a push for you uh, in your acting-wise to, to get well, into this character? Because you, you've been playing a lot un- of bad guys. Unlike your good self, I saw it when I was about seven, the first one. Right. And, um, and I was like an instant tragic for it. So it was a big deal. And... Um, you know, it, it was a big deal. And so is that is that exciting as an actor to be in something that you've been a massive fan of and now you're a massive part of? Is that uh, daunting or you, is it still just business as usual? No, it's not business as usual. It's definitely not business as usual. And at times, at times there's, there's a dauntingness about it, but then there's other times you just turn around and, you you know, it's hard to have a bad day when you can see stormtroopers. Yeah. You know? It just sounds... It really is. It's hard to have a bad day. And you've got an excellent wardrobe as well. You look fabulous in it. Thank you very Thank you kindly. <laughs> yeah, they do an awesome job. Look, as soon as I saw that outfit... Yeah, mate, I was in seventh heaven. As soon as I saw it. And when I... You know, by the time I got to put it on and do the do... Um, yeah, it's... Yeah. Mate, I felt very lucky. I felt very honoured. To be uh, to be doing all that. Well, we're all pretty excited to see it. Uh, Aussie in a uh, in a very strong role in there, and you, you've been over pretty much based in Hollywood uh, since 2010. Uh, are you missing home? Yeah, badly now. Missing the Aussie sensibilities. But in the last year, really badly. So, uh, well, listen, plans to come home, or are you, are you stuck over there for a bit? Um, oh, yeah, I might, uh, I might pop in. Yeah, I want to see the family and stuff, and I want to have the food, and I want to drink the coffee, and uh, just hear good, dumb Australian jokes, and, you know, Oh, mate, you, that should, kind of stuff. you should be front and centre at one of my gigs. I am great at dumb Australian <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn, thank you so much for giving us your time today. Rogue One uh, is out soon. I don't even have the date. December 15th. December 15th. Thanks, Benny. And uh, thanks, Ben Mendelsohn. Thank you very much. Have a good one, mate. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. See ya. You're really on top of the oh, release mate, date. You have one on job. Finger on the pulse. <laughs> He sounds like a really top dude. He just sounds like a boat you want to have a beer with. You know what I like? You don't try and play games. You know when you hear people try to play games and they interview people? Yeah, yeah, no. Have a silly game? Don't do that. Just, just have a talk. Chat. Hey, Rogue One, a Star Wars story does open this Thursday, Harley. Big, big news. And it, the reviews, Benny, have no, been... No. Some people are saying it's the best one they've ever yeah. seen. Darker than Empire Strikes Back Dark. It's in cinemas everywhere. You won't be able to miss it. If you want your Christmas gift to be a massive hit this year... Give a Prezi digital gift card. So Prezi lets you buy e-gift cards from major retailers sent instantly or schedule to send later, like on Christmas Day. Better yet, when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win one of 10 $250 gift cards. That's like an awesome early Christmas gift. LTPM 16011177. <laughs> So Coldplay played in Melbourne over the weekend and actually tomorrow you'll be able to hear our very exciting interview yes. with Chris and Johnny from w- the band. Went and hung out with them. He, totally. Yeah. He sat on the floor with them in a circle. Well, Chris sat on the floor. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm a grown man. So I sat, <laughs> I sat on a chair. He's the nicest person. He was a very guy. nice man. But uh, look, it was a big, my family went along on Saturday night and a couple of things happened on stage. And look, 131060, this probably gives it away, but did you have an impressive proposal? Did did your other half go all out? Well, the first thing that happened at the Coldplay concert on Saturday night that my kids were at, uh, Shane Warne got up on stage. Yes. Oh, right. Didn't know him as a... (laughs) 
<laughs> and played what? harmonica. Did he? There's what? a sentence. <laughs> There's something I didn't because look, it was X a big fast spin bowler. <laughs> Shane Warren plays harmonica yeah. with one of the biggest bands yeah. in the world. It was a big week for Shane last week because his line of emojis got released. What? Yeah, there's now Shane Warren emojis. <laughs> this is happening. There's a picture of him in, in Playboy undies. There's pictures of him doing all sorts of things that you – and he just thinks it's gross. And yeah. the emojis of emojis. him. Emojis. He's the first celebrity ever to have a set of emojis made. So well done, Shane. Good on you. And mm. just goes to show, doesn't it, really? People can forgive and forget anything. If you're a privileged white heterosexual yeah. sports star, yes, um, you but can pretty much do what you want. He did that, and look, my daughter didn't quite understand. I think the thing with Chris Martin is he's obsessed with cricket, and he doesn't live in Australia, so God love Warney, but we've all been through some stuff with him. Yeah. Whereas Chris doesn't get that stuff, no. so he's just a spin bowler, yeah. legendary, which he is. Yes. And the other thing that happened is that. A, uh, a dude by the name of Mr. Tano, that's, we don't know his first name. Oh, no, Leonardo, Leonardo Tano yeah. got up on stage in front of, I don't know, a million people, 70,000, and got down on one knee and Chris Martin stood there and everyone was, shh, Chris Martin said, shh. And then Lano said to his girlfriend, Felicia, will you marry me? In front of thousands and thousands. You would want to be really sure that that is going to be a yes. Oh, it could go bad. Oh, That man. could really backfire. You would never live that down if she no. said no. And and what if you wanted to say no, but you couldn't? Because actually, that's a really good way to trap someone into marriage. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Find 70,000 people to watch in it. In fact, that is not free agreement. That is. <laughs> was... It's a hostage situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. But she did say yes, and it yeah. was magnificent. And, oh, there was enough confetti because they love a confetti cannon yeah. or 2,000. <laughs> Yeah. And there was balloons and Chris was crying and, oh, God, wow. it was very emotional. It was mosh, hashtag mosh. But <laughs> thirteen ten sixty though, we don't want to take your calls. We feel like it's Monday. We want to just have some nice stories, a bit of love. Yeah. Um, my husband asked me on a hill. I was nine months pregnant with his second child. <laughs> and Good I, timing. And I punched him and said, why has it taken you so long? Yeah. So that was how mine went down. Not as impressive mosh. as Chris Martin. My brother did a good one, yeah. I think. Um, his now wife. Uh, woke up in the morning, opened her bedroom door and tied around the outside of doorknob was a red ribbon, a big long red ribbon. She was like, what's this? And then followed the red ribbon through the house and out. She'd lived out in the hinterland in the Sunshine Coast. Mm. And there, waiting out the front of the house, was yes. my brother atop a horse. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> And there was another horse beside it and he went to come with me and they went riding through at the bushland and then my little brother was hiding in the bushes like a creep uh, because <laughs> he'd set up a, a picnic uh, on this lookout. So it was just there to so say no one stole it and then he went away and then they, they parked the horses. I think that's what you do. Parked the horse, got down, had a picnic, proposed. That is the most. That's, like a, that's a goddamn Mills and Boone Isn't story. That amazing? God, horses. <laughs> the horses. Like, that's so important. Impressive. Yeah. Oh, God, I feel like no one's going to top two horses in a picnic and a ribbon. They get now, I'm just thinking, do they ride? Do they put Nickies on? Because sometimes you don't sleep with knickers on. So do, do they get changed or they just ride bareback to the... Yeah, my brother was just <laughs> naked. I can hear the, the sound now. Casey's called in. Hello, Casey. Hi, guys. Did you Hello. have an impressive proposal, darling? I did. Now, I'm an absolute freshie because this happened not last weekend, the weekend before. <gasps> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. What did you do? Um, so he had organised with my friend. My friend had created this whole story that we were meant to be going to the ballet at the opera house. 
Uh, so we went to go to the ballet. We're all dressed up. And then she said, oh, let's just go into uh, Botanical Gardens. We'll take a couple of photos before we go to the ballet. We're walking through and there was a street performer there. She's like, let's throw some money and see what he does. Threw some money in the hat. And then he turned around with a ring and this guy was completely painted like a statue street performer um, and said, Casey, and, you know, started rattling off things about love. And um, all I was thinking was, who is this person and how do they know my name? Because oh I couldn't, I could not recognize who it was at all. And then I, the realization set in, it was his eyes, it was his voice. Oh. Um, and I realized it was him proposing to me. And then he had his friends dotted around all dressed up as well. And they came out with a bunch of flowers and champagne and... <sighs> Then we had a limo that went to a restaurant with all my friends and family waiting. Oh, so, yeah. but what about the paint? Didn't he get it on the seat? Was it non-toxic? Oh. <laughs> Is he all right? Yeah. <laughs> How did he yeah, get it off? It took a while to get it took a while to get it off. That's, uh, that's for sure. I love this. Congratulations. You know what? I bloody love effort. You know yeah. I love it. I Just get put off on something it. In. Just effort. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. That's such that's good stuff. That was a good one. one. That's a good one. Did you did you have an impressive proposal? I mean that's it. That's all we're asking. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. And by the way, if you hear that and you're being inspired to do that, um, I'm pretty sure that he set that up. He didn't just walk on stage. You'd be crash tackled. <laughs> so don't just be in a concert and go, oh, I might have a crack. You'll get hurt. Yeah, that is true. And uh, we asked on 131060, did you have a similarly impressive proposal? Jason. Hi, how are you? Are you Good ringing mind. up to big ups yourself? Um, yeah, I am. It. Yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Back yourself. What'd you do, Jace? I um took my took my girl to Methven in New Zealand, which is um oh beautiful it, part of the world. It is. It's a really nice spot. Milford we, Sounds. Went on a road trip, and she had no idea where we were going. All, all, all she knew, we were going down to just to do a bit of a uh, bit of a day trip, and mm. and I took her to Mount Cook. Helicopters, and um, we went for a helicopter ride up into the the base of the um, on top of the mountain overlooking a lake, mm. and later later champagne picnic out for her, and oh. then um, yeah, popped the popped the question and got got the yes, thank God. After all that <laughs> I know that's the thing. If it's they an, say no, you're like, yeah. dude, can we go halves in the helicopter? Yeah, feed, it's please? An expensive. No, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. Hello. Hi. Impressive proposal. Um, it was actually my sister. Yeah. So they were out for work drinks and this Ferrari pulls up and everyone told her to get into Ferrari. So oh. we got in, um, we take it out to a little private airport where there was a helicopter waiting for her. Wow. So she gets in the helicopter, was flown out to Phillip Island. Oh. They land, um, there was a private car waiting there for her, which took her to um, a little B&B. Uh, when they got there, the driver told her, you have to go into the house um, and turn left and then... Um, you know, it's all up to you. So she goes in, um, turns left. There's like everything's in darkness, and there's all these candles and rose petals in there. She walks down this huge hallway, opens the door, and there was her now husband standing there, um, down on one knee, and asked her to marry him. Oh, oh wow! It was the, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, beautiful. It's also the storyline to Liam Neeson's Taken. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are, I will find you. What are you doing? Having a mint. We're on air. Yep. <laughs> Where are you going to put that in? Oh, you're so annoying. <laughs> uh, it smells th- minty, though. It does. Mm. 131060 is because you've had your 90th cigarette for the morning. Hey, we don't talk about that. You've got to stop. I do. It's really bad for your health. It, there's nothing good about it. Today is the day. <laughs> 
Intervention! <laughs> um, today's the day that I am meeting my hero. I'm legitimately meeting my hero. Since I was seven years old, I dreamed of speaking with John Peter Farnham. Yep. I wanted to marry him. <laughs> I turned up to one of his concerts in a wedding dress, prepared to go. I was nine. Um, I love him for every reason possible. He's the reason I'm a singer. And I get to interview him and Olivia Newton-John, who also I grew up worshipping Greece, Xanadu, and it's a big day. Yeah, it's a massive day. But for anyone who's ever come to one of my stand-up shows or read my book or had anything to do with me, I do find a way to work John Peter Farnham into everything. <laughs> everything. Yes. And so when I was on stage in Sydney at the Enmore Theatre on Friday night, mm -hmm. I did this. Today it was confirmed that on Monday, some of you may have already had this on air, but... I will be interviewing <laughs> John Peter Farnham! <laughs> it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> I, this isn't put on for radio. Like, this no. isn't someone pretending I didn't sleep last night. Yeah. I just, I'm sweaty now talking about it. I'm so afraid. I'm sure he will, but he has so much to live up to. In my mind. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him. And look, 131060, have you ever met your hero, like your legit number one? I want to I wanna hear the story of either how they they lived up to everything or disappointed you. I need to be prepared for either way. I don't feel like I've got a number one. What do you mean? Well, there's people I admire, um, and one of those people is Billy Connolly. Of course. Who I think is a, an exceptional and, if not the best, storyteller yes. that uh, the art of stand-up comedy has ever seen. And I was in a sushi shop in in Flinders Lane once and yeah. he was in there and I, I didn't realise I'd ordered my sushi and then I turned around he was behind me sitting and I leant across him to get some chopsticks and that's when I noticed it was him like, and I just looked but his eyes were shut and he was holding a green tea and just sort of meditating <laughs> and so he doesn't even know that I was that close to his face because I was looking to just say oh sorry excuse me and I went uh, uh, and that's all I did I just went uh and then just left. Oh, so you didn't do no, it? No, I couldn't because I, I didn't know what, what am I going to say. Hey, I love you. Can yes. I have a photo? Yeah. I don't care if he's judging you. Yeah. I mean, I think that's nice. Yeah. I like it when people who mistakenly think I'm Ruby Rose who's let herself go or a pink impersonator want photos. I love that. Of course I'll have a photo with you. Yeah. So I think, oh, God, I'm so <laughs> but the other thing is, he's going to be in our Sydney studio. So I don't. Uh, for, luckily for him, there is a physical barrier yes, between us. Yeah. I think for everyone's sake, the you're separated by states. Yes, that yeah. is lucky. But yeah, look, thirteen ten sixty. Have you ever met your hero? It's the Em and Holly Summer Breakfast Radio Show. Yes, it is. Changing the name of it for a bit because I'm yeah. sick of saying my yeah, own no, name. I get it. Today's John Farnham Day. <laughs> Um, it's John Farnham Day. It's John Farnham Day. He has been my hero since I was seven years old and I discovered the Whispering Jack, 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 Jack <laughs> album. I, we played You All The Voices, our first song. I yep. hijacked the station. And you've been putting up a heap of Photoshopped pictures <laughs> of John Farnham kissing you. It's it's a bit creepy. It's a, talk about interventions. Yeah. <laughs> like you sent them, I've seen them online, but on, was it Friday night or Saturday night with no message attached to it? You just sent me those pictures. Same. And I'm looking at it going, what is happening? We like, all just <laughs> mental. Everyone's thumbing up. Got My whole team just got sent two creepily Photoshop shots with no explanation from me on Friday. I didn't even reply to you. I'm just like, I can't deal with this at the moment. I, I got no 
know what that is. Them. Oh my god! Sent from your Farnham basin. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I want to know on thirteen ten sixty. Have you met your hero, proper hero? Do you know who I would not cope with? Who? And and this is no oh one's gonna God, know. No, I know. No Come one's on, gonna you've know. You've met me already, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know who I'm talking some about. Obscure... It is a bit obscure, but I wouldn't I, I would be a bit flustered to be in the same room as him, is the host of Grand Designs, Kevin McLeod. Oh yeah. I just oh, can't cope with God. how excellent he is. It's my favourite show. My favourite show. And you know what? He held a sign up to camera once. Uh, I was the warm-up on the Adam Hills Tonight Show. He yes. held a sign up that said, Hello, Harley. And then in brackets, it just said, Who? <laughs> and I loved it. I was so excited. I love that you love the Grand Designs guy. Oh. Hello, Lauren. Hi, how are you? You met your hero. I did. I got to meet Casey Chambers. Oh, great. I, she's a, I love Casey. I know her. She is. She. I know that you would have had a good experience. Oh, my God. I couldn't even talk. It was all coming out gibberish, and I was crying, <laughs> and I was getting a photo with her, and she was wiping away my tears, and I was oh. trying to tell her how much I loved her, and I just couldn't. <laughs> Isn't it intense when the person you've looked at on a flat bit of paper or listened to for so long is suddenly materialised in front of you? It's a little too much for your senses, isn't it? It was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe, like, I literally didn't think I could actually make gibberish but and not get words out because. <laughs> oh, she would have loved it. She's, she is a national treasure. Quality yes, she is. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, well done, Lauren. And Casey, if you're listening, hello, I love you. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Em. My, um, just, um, my idol is actually John Farman oh. and um, I have met him and he is absolutely all what you expect. Great. You will not be disappointed. Oh my it God. was a little, a little, little while ago. Yes. Um, when it was, tell me everything. Turn, stop the radio station now. <laughs> tell me everything. We'll say he was good. He was nice. Oh, he was gorgeous. Mm. Real, real gentleman. Love him. Um, he it was actually for. Um, I met him at a luncheon in Eden on the Park. Oh. He actually was raising money. For, it was oh. a fundraiser for children, homeless children of Victoria. Yes. So um, I was one of the lucky ones to attend that day and. Got to personally meet him and photos oh. and whatnot. Oh. So um, came home naturally on a high. I was running down my court, so elated, and everyone's like laughing at me because they knew what happened. And I go, "Oh my god, I've never seen Jackie on a high." It was so I said, "This is such a natural high." It was ah, oh, it was beautiful. Oh, Jack, so, I love um, so excited. Can you say hi to him? Say you know, do you remember nah. Jackie from it on the park? <laughs> nah. You got no chance, Jackie. No way, mate. Living Newton John's barely got a chance. I'm not even going to get a word in. Do you notice how I've not mentioned you're going to be no, there no, too? No, no, no. I don't mind. I don't know what to do. I feel like I just have to be on M Watch. Like, yeah. <laughs> If, if you actually self-combust or if you're going to fall <laughs> over or you get a bit crazy. Oh, God. I've just finished his unauthorised autobiography too. It's amazing. <laughs> Hello, Casey. Hello, Em. You've met your hero? I have. Wh- who? It was you, Em. You need better heroes. That's good. Really great job <laughs> no, done by I our like producers. real people, Em. Wait, when? What did I? Was I okay? Oh, God. What was I doing? I met you after your <laughs> comedy festival gig um, last year after oh. I'd been really sick and discovered your comedy and you just got me through some really dark days. Oh, Case. Well, I'm glad I wasn't an idiot when you met me because it's touch touch and go. (laughs) Now I'm a total groupie and I'm at your show on Thursday. Oh, great. I can't wait for Thursday. Casey, that's very kind of you to call in. I'm very embarrassed and (laughs) I'm nowhere near the calibre of John That's very lovely. That's nice, Casey, and I'll see you Thursday.
She's gorgeous. And, um, She's and 13, 10, 60, if you've ever met me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. You're my hero. I oh, love you, you Harley Green. I'll be there on Thursday as well. You're opening for I'll me. I'll be the one at the start. Everyone's like, where's them? Why is this guy here? Stop well, talking about your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that was Coldplay, who played two epic shows here on Friday and Saturday night. There's now some conjecture over when the person proposed on stage. Someone said Friday. We thought Saturday. I don't know. It happened, though. Yeah, someone. Someone's getting married. Please don't listen to FM radio and think that our facts are going to be correct. Yeah. No, they're not. You're in the wrong station. Yeah. Like, just yeah. don't. And don't bother correcting me because it's too late. I can't suck it back in. No, yeah, it's out there. Just forget it. it the knowledge on. is that someone proposed yeah. on that stage. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't Stop matter. Stop oh, checking. Oh, my God. God. Get a life. So that's for Trump. It was on Friday. Yeah, fact check things that matter, like the you know, guy who's leading America. I was just ordering my bag collection and... Where did you go? Where did that voice go? I don't know. So on Friday, though, yes. Harley, uh, we... Or was it Saturday? We interviewed... Call it <laughs> Someone's had Sorry, their coffee. On Friday. Yeah. We interviewed Coldplay, and we were supposed to play that interview right now. Yes. Um, we did it via the magic of the internet, because you were in the room with Johnny and Chris. Yes. A tiny, teeny room. Tiny room. Like an interrogation room. Creepy. Yeah. Yes. It, it, I actually said to Hannah, I said it felt like I was in a gimp closet. It like it was weird. like all black curtains. Oh, and like, what is happening in here? Uh, and I was doing it via FaceTime, because I was in Sydney doing my stand-up show. So we made Chris Martin hold a giant iPad with That's right. my head on it. Yes. And I was recording my end, but I forgot it because I'm tired and I'm a mother and all those excuses. Yeah. So we're going to play that interview tomorrow. The full interview tomorrow. But we do have a little bit of a teaser. Chris Martin found out that we were both stand-up comics. Yeah. And he fancies himself as a little bit of a jokester. Oh. Yeah, have a little listen. I thought you've, your new single is Head Full of Dreams. Is it? And... Is it? Yeah, please be it. I've really tried I've to no get that idea in my what it head is, yeah. because when you eat too much soft cheese, you get a head full of dreams. You get a head full of dreams. Do you really? That's my link. I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that true? Well, it's masterful. <laughs> Good. That is not. That, I got told it was going to be Chris. It Martin. wasn't. He told a joke. <laughs> he didn't. He did tell a joke. You can hear it tomorrow. That was me suggesting that he wrote one Our of their huge singles. Our audio guy said Chris Martin's going to be yeah. telling a joke. Well, tune in tomorrow. So You'll now hear that I'm going to get fact-checked Yeah, that. that. was about che- but it was funny. I couldn't believe I was doing it. I'm like, did you eat too much cheese and write your new single? <laughs> but the thing is, they were really lovely guys, and you will hear the full interview tomorrow. It is worth it. We talk about platters. Um, yeah, platter I, chatter. I gave him a copy of my book signed. He was wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely didn't leave it behind after. <laughs> He didn't. You think he did? I feel like he didn't. Definitely did. I think he walked out with it. Someone searched the bins at that place. You'll find a signed copy. And I wrote too much. It was three pages. Dedications are just supposed to be best wishes, reach for your dreams. You wrote a lot. I wrote an essay that mentioned (laughs) John Peter Farnham. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Every day we do like to have an update about how Harley's chooks are going. Do we like it? Every day. I like it. I feel like the chooks have been mentioned on every show. Pretty much. Pretty close. Yeah, chook talk. I love it. Chook talk. Check out. Um, Plan a chat at Chook Talk. <laughs> All the big issues. I, you illegally built a chook shed in your rental property. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. on Friday, I called you because we, I was in Sydney and the airport had been shut. And I was in Sydney and yeah. left just as the airport was yeah. shut. So and got I, was, away. To, I was worried you weren't going to make the big Coldplay interview. Yeah. But as you were hanging up, the last thing you said to me, you left me in a state of panic. You go, oh, God, Em, I've just got home. One of the chickens is missing. I don't have time to deal with this. Oh, yes. God, I've got to go. Bye. I'm like, oh, my God. What? 
Call yeah. it back. Which chook is it? What happened? Are there feathers? Is there a body? Like, what's going on? I was distressed. What happened? Because I, I, so I flew in and I was an hour and a half late. I yeah. thought I was going to have an hour at home because yeah. I hadn't arranged anyone to feed the chooks or the fish. Oh, God. I'm like, that's fine. I can get in, get yes. it done. I literally had enough time to get in the house, order an Uber, do the feeding, yeah. get in the Uber and get to the yeah. station so we could go to Coldplay. Yeah. And then I was straight off Coldplay back on a plane back to Sydney. Yeah, I know. So uh, I went in, I fed the fish and then I was feeding the chooks. I'm like, what? Where's Horace? It's Jenny Horace. and Horace. So Jen's fine. Jenny's there. Jen's great. She's looking at me like, what? What's the problem? I'm like, your mate, where's your other one? Jenny. And I'm calling to it like chickens come when you call. They don't. They Horace! Don't. Horace! Horace! I'm looking yeah. in the neighbour's yard. I'm looking for feathers. Oh, um, and, and then I looked down the road and I thought maybe you should go out there. I'm like, I don't know. And then I just left. And Wait, I, you left? I had to. I could. I didn't have any time. <laughs> Gold paper waiting. <laughs> So I've gone, and the whole time, so from Friday night through to Sunday, when I came back, I'm trying to think of how to tell my boy oh God. that this has happened. Horace is gone. I'm like, Horace is gone. Yes. And it's his favourite one. Yeah, and then I get back on Sunday. Yes. And Horace is there. What? <laughs> I'm like, wait, but maybe I just missed it. Maybe I just did, I was in such a wait, rush. Wait, Horace is a girl? Yes. It's a good girl's name. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I missed it and she was hiding in a bush. And then I just checked the mail before I took off. And there was a note in there that said to Leo, my boy. Oh. And I was like, hi, Leo. Um, I think maybe one of your chickens is in my backyard. Oh. Um, you can call my dad. And it was from the three-year-old girl up the road. Oh. She's like, you can call my dad on this number. Oh. And then, so we didn't call, obviously. So they must have just been waiting for the call and then we're like... <laughs> Uh, and then just throwing the chicken Don't over there. <laughs> All's well that ends well. All's well. Are they laying yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Before we send you off into a Monday, yep. two weeks until Christmas. That's right. <gasps> I don't start my Christmas shopping until the 23rd. Really? Google, well, that's when the adrenaline kicks in and see yeah. only way I'm motivated to do it. <laughs> but then you buy things you weren't planning on. Yes. I always spend like, oh, look, there's a $90 pair of socks. I'm definitely going to buy yeah, those because no, I'm desperate. That's worth it. It's so true. Yeah. yeah, good point. Hey, before we go into uninspiring quotes, which I do love to end the show on, I just want to say if you've got a few minutes today, go to Justin Timberlake's Facebook page. He went and visited in Sydney, the Newtown Performing Arts High School. Yes. And he, they didn't know. their music teachers, all these wonderful kids who were there because they're brilliant musicians. They're all sitting around on the floor in their little dingy auditorium and they're, and they're professor gets up who looks like you know a typical music Albert Einstein-esque yeah. classical like he's gorgeous and he's like you guys we've got a special treat for you today a musical guest and they're all probably thinking oh god oh, yeah. here we go what do you got <laughs> oh, yeah, what do you yeah. know? and he goes and he has to check himself so he, has to, he has to remember the name that's so funny Justin Timberlake <laughs> <laughs> and the whole room are like what and then in walks Justin Timberlake at a high school in Sydney there's about 30 kids there he then sits on the ground with them while they all perform their original compositions for him and he is genuinely blown away and I showed my kids, and, and if you've got kids, show them this video because at the end they're like, oh, what's your advice? And he just says, stay curious. And I love that. It's good just, advice. Just stay curious. Yeah. Oh, God. So look it up. It's really feel good. It made me smile from the inside out, and I'm dead on the inside. So <laughs> you're that not. Something. You're not. But, you're, well, you're I'll, exploding on the inside. You're right. It's John Farnham Day. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. In T-minus three hours. 
I'm interviewing John Peter Farnham. <laughs> you are losing your mind. I'm all sweaty in my pits now. What is going to happen? I've got my marriage equality T-shirt on. <laughs> you are just going to explode into glitter. Look, I'm wearing my say I do down under yes. top. I want to make a political statement when I'm interviewing John Farnham and yep. Olivia Newton-John. God knows the gays love her. Yeah. But before we go, it's time on Monday, of course, just head, just head into the week with some uninspiring quotes from him. When you're so exhausted that you think you can't go another step, don't. Take a nap. <laughs> when in doubt, copy someone who seems like they know what they're doing. If it goes wrong, blame them. That's good advice. Mm -hmm. A bird in the hand will probably peck the crap out of it until you let it go. Yeah, don't. They don't like it. <laughs> don't. Do something great or don't. I don't really care. Oh, and that's oh, it. It's nice, Another edition. It? It's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's nice. Another edition of the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Breen. We want to thank the team. We want to say a big happy birthday to our audio producer, Mitchie. It's Mitch's birthday. Happy birthday, Mitchie. He didn't want anyone to know, but he told Christian Hull, our social media queen. He yeah. told everyone. Uh, you can get the podcast if you missed the show. And tomorrow you'll be able to hear the Coldplay interview. I'll be talking about John Farnham. It's going to be a big show Massive. if my head doesn't explode on my shoulders first. We'll see you soon, guys. Bye.